And YouTube sucks. I need to get a better audio player. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dump on the um, ostensibly a baseball podcast. This is the B Block. My name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Tonight is still Tuesday, August the 31st, last day of August 2021. With me tonight for the B Block, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how you doing? Hey, Joel. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York, where it has just been so hot. Uh, And it's just the hottest stretch of the year, probably. And everyone keeps talking about how the summer is ending. So it's an interesting, like, like, contrast where people's seasons don't seem to sync up with nature's seasons. You know what I mean? reality or reality yeah and school's going back into session next week and i think that's probably what people are referring to but man it's been hot it's been like in the 90s every day for a week and a half or some shit like that we've actually had surprisingly pleasant weather recently it got hot this weekend friday saturday but we were in the 70s today it was nice uh i don't even know what pleasant weather is Well, you never will. You'll have a week. The last week of September will be nice. And then it's going to get shitty in New York City also. (laughs) It's just going to be cold. (laughs) It's just going to be cold and wet. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, man. Like when we went to college, they, they, they planned college around that, that the parents only came for two weeks, right? The one week in September when the weather was nice. And the one week in May when the weather was nice. Right. Other than that, it's like we're marching around in snow or mud or ice for the entire right. school year. Or 100 degree weather. Or 100 degree weather, yeah. <laughs> That's New York weather for you. Chicago is pretty similar also. Chicago is weird. I don't, you know, you've been there, but you haven't stayed there for long periods of time. But the lake, the lake is weird because it's so big, but it's not the ocean right so you do get the cooling effects but you don't get like the sea breeze you don't get the salt water breeze coming in right i thought the weirdest thing about my time spent in chicago or when i actually honestly when i go up to burlington anywhere where there's a big lake it's like you get that same sort of smells like dead fish you know yeah, and like yeah. all of that like large body garbage, of water garbage. smell yeah but it doesn't smell like salt and that's always so weird to mm-hmm. me it's like why does this ocean not smell salty you know exactly what's the lake at Burlington? lake champlain lake champlain okay the champ champ the lake monster yeah it's the biggest lake in the united states that's not one of the great lakes gotcha Gotcha. And it was briefly a great lake. Yeah, how did they determine that? Because I thought it was on the same, like, <clears throat> chain. Uh, Vermont Senator Pat Leahy, I think, added uh, Great Lake designation to Lake Champlain onto some, like, federal budget uh-huh. that got passed, and then it immediately got repealed. <laughs> but it was. It was a great lake for, like, a week or something. That's funny. Because it like Great Lakes uh, are eligible for a 
considerably larger amount of federal funding than other bodies of water. So, right. right. So, but is Lake Champlain connected? The next one would be Yui on the list. Like, is there a canal that goes from Champlain to Yui? I feel like there's probably some sort of waterway that connects Lake Champlain to the St. Lawrence River. Yeah, okay. Would be my guess. That's a big part of being the Great Lakes is that you can ride your boat from one end to the other without stopping. Into the ocean. Into the ocean, eventually, yeah. Right. Right, you can go from what? Duluth, Minnesota to Buffalo, essentially. And then to the St. Lawrence River Erie Canal, Hudson River, New York City, which smells like garbage. Okay, so this has been a weather corner, or no, lake corner? Well, yeah. Lake corner. You know what lake I like is Crater Lake in Oregon. because I've Never been, but heard of it. Very beautiful. Deepest lake in the United States. Uh, by far, second deepest yes. lake in the there world. There is a waterway that connects the St. Lawrence River to Lake Champlain. Yeah, so Patrick Leahy could have said that. The other thing about Crater Lake is it's not really a crater, it's a caldera. So get it right, people who name lakes. Right. Get it together. Exactly. And it's the only national park in Oregon, which I think is weird, because Oregon is a very nature-y place. Lots of national forests, but Crater Lake is our only national park. Okay, this has been National Park Corner. Do you have any opinions about national parks? Yeah. I didn't care for the documentary. There's a hot take. That is a hot take. Wow. Wow. I think they're beautiful, but I'm afraid of falling and breaking my ankle and like being left for dead in the deserts of Utah or something like that. Or falling, right. or falling into like a piping hot geyser in Wyoming. There's a lot of things that'll kill you in the National Park, which I'm afraid of. Yeah. So, uh, this is ostensibly a baseball podcast. So, Sam, I want you to talk a little bit of baseball to us. You went recently, this last weekend, to a cyclone, Brooklyn cyclone. Yeah, on Sunday. Single A game. How'd that go? Oh, man, it was awesome. Uh, it kind of, I had a whole, we talked about the U.S. Open in the previous uh, episode, but this actually, the, the baseball game I went to happened the day before. And it was also kind of out of the blue where I just bought tickets to this game on Sunday morning and went Sunday afternoon. Um, And it was like, it was a nice day. It was like the only day that wasn't oppressively hot or maybe it's because the Cyclone Stadium's right on the ocean. So it wasn't so bad. Um, You had that cooling salt breeze and garbage smell. Right, yeah, rotten fish. Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sun motion. Uh, fun fact about Coney Island is the it is the site of the first uh, the first and longest serving uh, human waste processing plant in the United in North America. The first I, I believe waste processing that. plant in yeah. North America was on Coney Island, and it's still there. Yeah. Presumably, they've made upgrades over the years, but. I can't. I can't definitively say so. I mean, it's run uh, by the Russian mafia, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, 
So anyway, I went to, it's a single A, single A league. They were playing the Aberdeen Ironbirds, which is the single A affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles. Um, And they got crushed. Uh, The the Ironbirds are really good this year and the, and the Cyclones are not very good. Um, But there were a couple home runs. It was a good game. There were some really good defensive plays. It was a, it was a good game. And we were sitting, I went with my buddy, Sammy B and we were sitting uh, in this section with um, the people who were sitting right in front of us was the uh, aunt and cousins of one of the Cyclones players. And then also the bus driver for the Cyclones. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah. So Anyway, my buddy Sammy B is a very much more talkative person with strangers than I am. So he was chatting with them. So we, we learned some things. It was fun. He listens to the podcast, doesn't he? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Sammy anyway, B. Anyway, shout out to Sammy B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then you did your Russian lunch, right? That no, was- we didn't. Oh, you didn't do the Russian Well, no, it was just the two of us. Like a... Bottle of vodka is like that's a dangerous game, you know, especially when you have to drive. Yeah, so. okay. <laughs> Listen, uh, Sam and one of Sam's favorite things to do on Coney Island is to go to one of the Russian-owned restaurants. And well, then, no, that's Brighton Beach, though. It's Brighton, different. Neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, you got to walk yeah. down there. I, yeah, right. Great. Yeah, next next neighborhood over. Yeah. It's a Russian neighborhood. Yeah, and you get the best seafood. Like just right, so- you get a bunch of like weird pickled fish yeah. and pickled vegetables and salt cured meats and a bottle of cold vodka. Yeah. Shout out to friend of the podcast, Adam Yano, which I'm going to say his last name so he knows that we're talking about him. I just like ran into that guy on Brighton Beach. You remember that? You were there. Right. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck are you up to? And then we like hung out on the beach for a while. That was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And like, if it's a really hot day, what's better than to be by the ocean? And the vodka has to be ice cold. Right. Yeah. Vodka is that one liquor that has to be ice cold. Right. Otherwise, you taste it. <laughs> exactly. And vodka is not very, doesn't taste very good. It doesn't really taste like anything. That's the problem. It just like tastes like alcohol. Well, isn't that the quality of like a high quality of the sign of a high quality vodka is that you basically don't taste it? Yeah, I feel like that's a, it goes back and forth. I feel like that's what the people at Kettle One want you to believe. But I feel like there are like some craft vodka distillers that are like, oh, there's like some nuance and flavor here. And like, Maybe we're not just going for flavorless spirit. Hint of rosemary and sage. Right, or hint of like barley and buckwheat or whatever they're distilling from, you know? Yeah. What are you doing right now? I'm not. uh, Rum and passion fruit juice. Oh. Very tropical. Some random mix of things I have in my house. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's awesome. That's awesome. Are you going to go back? How, like, how often do you go to a cyclone stream? Uh, it's my first one this year. I go to about one a year, probably. But I always say that I'm going to go to more, and then I never do. So yeah. last year, obviously, I didn't go to any. Right. 
because of COVID. Because of COVID. And then they didn't even play, I don't think. Um, but it was really great to be back. And it's funny because it's like single A ball, every like everything is just geared towards children, right? So there's just like a ton of kids running around. The theme of the night was, oh, this was actually fantastic. <laughs> the theme of the night was princesses and pirates. Okay. And they had this, this young lady who was dressed as Elsa from Frozen, yeah. who was like running around and do, doing things in between innings. But it was funny because like she was Elsa, right? The, the Norwegian ice princess, right? But she was like this really super Italian girl from like deep Brooklyn. And she had this like really thick Brooklyn accent. You know what I mean? She's like, this is uh, Princess Elsa. I'm looking for a Julian. Is there a Julian here? Because it's your birthday, Julian. And, you know, all those kids, it's like, yeah, of course Elsa has a Brooklyn accent. You know, like, that's what people sound like, you know? But I thought it, I thought it was really great. Oh, man, it was so funny. <laughs> and, you know, she didn't, you know, I'm not trying to talk shit. Like, no, that's no, a tough, that's a no, tough yeah, job, you yeah. know what I mean? She did yeah. a good job. It's I don't 100 wanna, like, degrees, you like, where? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> She's got like a giant blonde wig on, you know? <laughs> um. Yeah, and also the thing about ballparks, I've been to, what's the cyclone, was it cyclone park or something like that? Mamedes. Mamedes, because they got a Jackie Robinson statue there, right? Yeah. They do. But, you know, when you go to a big league ballpark, and I think it's true of minor league parks too, like you smell the hot dogs, the spilled beer, the urinals, the cotton candy, and right. then 100 degrees, you smell people sweating. Yeah. And so it, it's good and bad because hot dogs smell good, but like urine and sweat and humanity smells bad. Not so great. Yeah. Not so great. So you get that, that double olfactory combo. Right, chili cheese dogs, but also chili cheese dogs getting shat out into the toilet. Right. Yeah. Well, and also this is Coney Island. This is like and it's Coney Nathan's Island. hot dogs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything smells like a damn hot dog down there. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's cool. It's a cool park because, like, built into the same building is the Coney Island Brewery, which is like a pretty decent craft beer, just like brewery. You know. So if you get there down there, like even if you don't do vodka lunch, like you can go down there and have like a couple of like good beers for pretty cheap. Um, and they have like a whole beer garden set up. It's nice. Yeah. And if you're in the park, the backdrop is the roller coaster, the cyclone. And you can't actually see the cyclone oh, from yeah. the ballpark. You can see all the other roller coasters. Yeah. Well, you can see the cyclone, but it's like pretty far in the distance. It's but like cool. Luna Park is like right there. No, it is. It's very cool because yeah. the, the all the other roller coasters, like the whole backdrop is roller coasters, yeah. which is, it's a cool park. It's a very cool park. Yeah, yeah. So if you ever in Brooklyn, go to uh, what you said the name. I forgot it. Mamedes, I think is how it's pronounced. It's not spelled that way. Right. It's a it's a yeah. hospital. 
Sounds yeah. Uh, dot, yeah. Oh, it's actually, oh, I, it's Jewish. Oh, is yeah, probably. But yeah, Jewish. But anyway, the hospital's in Sunset Park, and that's my. I have a friend who got COVID really bad and was in the, on a freaking ventilator for three months, and that's, that's he was in that hospital. Yeah. That's where I went to visit him when he was in recovery. Yeah, the ventilator. That's the fucked up thing when they put you on the ventilator. Put that, you know, that's when you're probably not coming back. Yeah, they said that everyone was just so surprised when he woke up. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so off air, Sam, you were telling me that we we're doing our fans a disservice because we're not talking about Jeopardy. Right. Okay. But Explain I don't. I like. There's some like really intense Jeopardy, like yeah. we're doing our fans a disservice, yeah. and we're doing Eli a really intense disservice oh. by not talking about Jeopardy because <laughs> Eli is a huge Jeopardy guy, and I don't know, I don't like, I only know peripherally. Right. Like they announced uh, Alex Trebek's successor finally, and then everyone was like, "That guy's a fucking d bag," and they're like, "Okay, well he won't be the the announcer anymore." And then they were like, oh, no, he won't be the executive producer anymore. Because he was already the executive producer. Exactly. So, okay, so Alex Trebek died last year, right? R.I.P. R.I.P., not of COVID. And they've been cycling through different celebrity guest hosts since then. Aaron Rodgers was a host for a couple of weeks, and that was a big deal. Um, uh, LeVar Burton, lots of people want LeVar Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow, right. Um, and so, but they haven't settled on a, a final host. And, and it, you know, I think LeVar Burton was probably the most popular uh, candidate. So mm, I feel like he got the loudest noise on Twitter. I don't actually think that he was the, the most popular candidate. Yeah, I don't think he was a, the actual fan favorite. Anyway, so a few weeks ago, they announced that the new permanent host of Jeopardy would be this guy named Mike Richards. Mike Richards is the executive producer of Jeopardy. So remember when Dick Cheney was in charge of George W. Bush's search committee for a vice presidential candidate? And Dick Cheney- and found himself. Found himself. That's what this guy did. This guy decided that he was like, he was the executive producer of Jeopardy, and he decided that he was going to be the next host of Jeopardy. Right. However, he was forced to step down as Jeopardy host just nine days. This is from Variety.com. Just nine days after he was tapped. Um, Richards gave up the job as host after ugly statements that he made on an eight-year-old podcast. So remember, Sam, they are going to find this podcast. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Series resurfaced. And that followed concerns, blah, 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 blah. It also came following the unearthing of discrimination lawsuits that multiple models working on The Price is Right, which he also is the executive producer of, sued in 2010 and 2011. So this guy is just like, I'm going to make myself the host of Jeopardy. Oh, no. I'm getting sued by women for just like sexual discrimination. Like, you know, 
you know what it means like prices right they need the sexy ladies to like uh show the what what am i saying you know the you can win this kitchenette things like that right so he got sued about that uh, i'm trying to say i thought it was that was the same lady and she had that same job for like 40 years now third 20 years is that a different game show? Oh, you, that's I'm thinking, thinking of Wheel Van, of Fortune. You're thinking Van away. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Anyway, so like if you're letting like the, the lesson here is that don't sexually discriminate against your uh, uh, employees. And also like don't hire yourself just because you want to be the guy that was Jeopardy. <laughs> Hey, you're not Dick Cheney. You're not Dick Cheney, man. <laughs> okay, here it is. In the podcast from 2013 and 2014, Richards made disparaging remarks about Jews, women, and other groups in the comedy podcast, The Random Show. In the podcast, Richards asked his female assistant and his female co-host whether they'd ever taken nude photos or, in his words, booby pictures. In another episode, he called his co-host a booth-o. Anyway, I'm trying to find the anti-Semitic things he said. Fuck. I'm not sure that I haven't said worse things on this podcast. That's true. Yeah. No, they're going to find this podcast, Sam, and Ruining right. chances of becoming a senator or something. Well, no, senators can do it. So really what we need to do is just make this podcast famous. Yes, correct. Right. That's like our, at this point, that's our only option. Because otherwise they're going to find this podcast. Yes. And be like, <laughs> but if we make this podcast famous, then they'll be like, oh, shit, that's hilarious. Right. You know? right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I don't know what's good. They're going to have, they, they hired a, a female comedian who I don't know that people were talking about to be the host. But I don't know well, they were, it was supposed to be a dual okay. thing. Anyway, Joe, I think really, Joe, the question is, is just like snap judgment if you could pick anybody to be the next host of uh, of Jeopardy for the rest of their life, who would it be? Will Ferrell. Doing an Alex Trebek impersonation. <laughs> Did they even do that? During no, the they didn't do that. Oh, I know. They probably, they probably couldn't afford it. And that's why. Right. <clears throat> that's that's the correct answer man that's not about it. oh god that is the correct answer god damn it <laughs> i really thought that aaron Rodgers would be a good choice yeah no because he could like he could like gracefully step out of his nfl career kind of at the top of his game and then move into like a rest of your life sort of situation and he kind of has a sort of alex trebek Yes. I'm in show business, but not really in show business sort of like charisma. You know what I mean? Totally agree. Yeah. Instead, he has this like really ugly fight with the Green Bay Packers. And now he's got well, to fight I, for them again. Yeah, I know. Well, that's <laughs> he like 
he like he's like okay i'm gonna go full diva and make a bunch of ridiculous demands and then the green bay packers like caved and now he has to play for them again (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) not gonna be good Um, i felt like i felt like that would be a really graceful sort of like second chapter for him you know Um, I'm not even a huge I'm not even huge Aaron Rodgers fan I just thought that would be like a good transition for somebody in his position Um, LeVar Burton would have been good anyone from Star Trek the next generation you could have I feel like LeVar Burton was a little is a little too earnest you know what I mean huh you don't think like, Alex Trebek? Yeah, yeah. I think I see what you're saying. That's an interesting. Alex thing. Trebek was like really kind of a, uh, a little. He was like genuine, but also like a little snarky. You know what I mean? That, like that was the, that was kind of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, see Lamar like, Burton like when none of like, like when none of the contestants got the answer right, he'd be like. Obviously, the answer was Tola Bora. No, no. Like, I feel like when he's, like, doing their personal interviews and they're like, I scaled Machu Picchu. And then he's like, like, you make some sort of, like, snarky sort of joke and, like, do, like, some eyebrows at the camera or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see LeVar Burton, like, having that sort of, like, but maybe. I don't know. Right. No, yeah. Because he's the reading rainbow guy and he's like, yeah, beat, yeah kind like more of the mr rogers yeah more of a mr rogers sort of character yeah um yeah i don't know so we'll see um you know i'm a i'm a middle school teacher i'm the coach of the of the uh yes joe it's called scholastic bowl in illinois like the, the middle school trivia team so right they're all really into jeopardy one thing that was difficult last year is that we wanted to watch episodes of, of, of Jeopardy doing like team practices, but we were doing it all on Zoom and Netflix. You can watch Jeopardy, like old Jeopardy episodes on Netflix, but yep. if you try to project it over a Zoom meeting, Netflix shuts that shit down and you just huh. black screen. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I couldn't do it. But maybe this year. Hopefully we'll be able to meet in person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting thing. I think Jeopardy is the great American game show. I I I, I, don't, I don't care for the Wheel of Fortune or the Price is Right. Wheel or, of Fortune sucks. I a yeah. Wheel of Fortune sucks. Price is Right has its thing, mostly because when you're sick in school, and that's like, all the time. That's all. <laughs> yeah, and like you're just eating chicken soup and drinking Sprite all day, and you just watch and watching <laughs> Price is Right. Yeah, you're like, oh, maybe I should spay and neuter my pets. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> really thinking about the price of that kitchenette set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I think that's a garbage show. I think Jeopardy is really good. Yeah, I agree with that. 
and I think that the format will transcend Alex Trebek as long as they can, you know, people love that show and that's why there's so much scrutiny on that one guy who yeah. was like, oh, I can just make myself the new announcer. Nobody really will notice, but the New York Times is like running features on this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is a, the real deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. People love Jeopardy. And I, I, I feel like, you know, in a social media environment, and that's kind of cliche, but it's gotten a second life or a new life in yeah. the... People well, love a show it. that's been on that long has many lives, you know. What? Do you remember yeah. the movie White Men Can't Jump? Yeah, good movie. Yeah, really good movie. And the whole life... We were supposed to believe that Wesley Snipes was tall enough to play basketball and Woody and Harrelson... Yeah. Right. And Woody Harrelson <laughs> wasn't, like, too white. I, mean, I guess that was the point. Of it. That was the point. Woody Harrelson is too white to play basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But wrote the B plot about girlfriend Rosie Perez getting on Jeopardy and like right. Jeopardy. Yeah, that's one of my favorite B plots of all time. Um, yeah, fuck, I can't remember. I had a really good thing about White Man Can't Jump. Was Kareem Abdul Jabbar in that movie? He wasn't, was he? Maybe. I can't remember. Um, I got a story about this fake college football high school, if you want to listen to that. Or we can do... Oh, yeah. Lay it on me. Okay. So ESPN... Give me, give me high school football scam into QAnon update, and then we'll call it a day. Yeah. yeah. It's all about scams, right? Right. Scam, yeah. Like scamming people. So ESPN, it, it, for the return, like, we're back. We're playing football again. There are people in the stands, blah, blah, blah. They scheduled the series of nationally televised high school football games with the idea that you're matching the best high school football teams in the country against each other. So this right. is a team from LA, Matt Mato D. I don't think Mato that you know, it's Latin, M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I. Master, it's a Jesuit school. They always like kick ass. They're like the best high school football team. They played like the best team from Texas and beat them. So that's the idea, right? These like exhibition games. So this next one was gonna pit the IMG Academy from Florida. The IMG Academy is basically just a football, like it's a it's a it's a boarding school that you send your kids to and they go to classes, but they're there to play football, right? Right. So they, all the best players from across the country go to the IMG Academy in Florida. And so they are like one of, if not the best, high school football program in America. And they were matched up against the team from Bishop Sycamore Charter School in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. And nobody could actually learn anything about Bishop Sycamore. It's an online charter school that started about three years ago. We don't know if they actually hold classes. They do have a football team, but it turned out that most, if not all of their football players 
are people who have already graduated high school and are college dropouts trying to get back into football. The owner of the charter school is a felon and has pending crimes against him for tax fraud and evasion. And they, they fielded a football team with 35 guys, right, total, for this nationally televised game against the IMG Academy. They, like, didn't have matching uniforms. They didn't have enough guys to play both positions, so they had to have guys playing offense and defense. They lost the game 56 to nothing. And people are still not sure if Bishop Sycamore is actually a real school that offers classes. They lost 56 to nothing, and they were playing with all guys who were older than yeah. high school age? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. That's bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Their quarterback got, oh, that was the other thing. We're not sure. It's pretty obvious that they had played a football game two days before this football game. And that's abnormal even for high school. You yeah, that's how you, that's how you get concussions. That's how you like you do not play more than one football game per week. Hmm. It's very dangerous to not do that. <clears throat> and they're playing guys on both sides. So the guys you, you go out play offense, you go out play defense. But basically, they were scamming ESPN into thinking that they were like a legitimate high school football program. And how does that happen? Like, how do you not figure out that you're dealing with an online charter school that also is recruiting high school graduates to play for their team? ESPN is dumb and bad at their job. And oh, <laughs> that's why we need to like supplant them as like the main yeah. sports news. They were contracting right. out with a third party, uh, like management company, like sports management company. That right. was, that was probably in on the scam. Was it uh, what's his name from the Pelicans? Dad, Rockaware. Wait, what's that guy's name? Um. LeVar Ball, Ball, big baller, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Same concept. Right. (laughs) Big baller brand, high school, like big baller brand charter school online. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. So, like, I think that's the next scam that you and I need to get in on, Sam. Like, you ever seen? (laughs) I thought we were going to buy a college football bowl yeah we do need to do that we do yeah. need to buy the new mexico bowl i don't know if they right. still need to sponsor but we got contact pornhub about that because they got now we can't contact pornhub anymore because they were involved in all of that like sex trafficking like non-consensual pornography we can't do that shit anymore god damn it we need to find like an ethically responsible pornography website Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, well, I'll do some research. <laughs> Joel, I know you've already been doing research. <laughs> that was a whole thing I was reading about um, OnlyFans getting shut down. And right. Facebook was getting mad because, like, the point of OnlyFans was that, like, the porn stars themselves were getting paid. Right, like you said, like because it's a subscription service, right? Right. Whereas, like it, with Pornhub or other like mass-produced pornography sites, it's the company that's getting paid, not the actual sex workers. And so, like there was there was this whole like feminist backlash of like, oh, okay, so you're okay with pornography as long as like the male producer and director is there. To basically act as a middleman, but as soon as no, the thing the thing about Pornhub is that it was an app based service, and the Apple App Store does not will not like support any sort of pornographic app, and uh-huh. so it got kicked off of the App Store. Uh-huh. And the Google Play Store, I think, is the same thing. So it got kicked off of the main, like, and apps can't exist out, like, if Apple kicks an app off the App Store, it doesn't exist. Right. Apple is like, like, you know, we have dozens of listeners, and like 95% of our listeners come from Apple Podcasts. Right. Yeah. So... It's a good thing we don't get too sexual on this. Tour, <laughs> yeah. We would be... <laughs> we would be kicked up oh no that's not actually true it's just if you have an app that is like a porno app then mm. you'll get kicked off the app store but porn and that was that's what i don't only know how we got into this conversation my understanding was that Pornhub, because it was like user-based right so it's like anyone can in theory upload their own pornographic videos right but a lot of those were like oh, this is just child pornography or this is rape pornography. And Pornhub eventually got in trouble for that. Because like that's the whole social media apps thing is that like I, I, Facebook, am not responsible for what my users post on my website. You know, I'm just posting crazy people posting whatever QAnon-based theories they want to. I'm segueing right now. Uh, But for Pornhub, it's like, no, 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 this is like human trafficking, child pornography, and rape. Like, you can't host this shit. Right. But, that but was no, that wasn't, it wasn't uh, what, because Pornhub, like, that wasn't what brought Pornhub down. Like, what brought Pornhub down was that, like, there were a lot of people who were agreed to do videos or send videos to somebody as like, oh, this is like an audition video for something. And then those went up without any sort of, it wasn't about like they, you know, child pornography is like a hard shutdown on anything on the internet. You know what I mean? So like Pornhub would not exist without like really intense anti-child pornography sort of like filtering systems, you know? Right. But what was happening is that people were like 
agreeing to do scenes or like send videos to people under false pretenses and they're like oh no we're not going to put this on the internet but like they never got that on in writing so as soon as they had it it's like went on Pornhub and then people were like petitioning Pornhub which was trying to position itself as like nobody has my permission to post this porn video about me on right but it's right um and Pornhub was trying to be like a progressive sex positive like website condoms yeah yeah yeah. right yeah hilarious twitter profile and like sponsoring like feminist causes and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then people were like my videos on here i never agreed to it it's like i was scammed out of this video essentially and i've like contacted pornhub and pornhub's like go fuck yourself nice preferably on video and, and give it send it. it to somebody else you yeah. fucking idiot because yeah. like you don't own this video because you sent it to somebody or whatever you know yeah. what i mean yeah and then and that's why and then pornhub like had to delete two-thirds of their content or something like that it was ridiculous yeah yeah anyway fuck pornhub yeah, no, fuck Pornhub. I mean, right. like, like, like the whole pornography industry obviously is shady. Right. It's just like, no, you need to, you need to go do that. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, and like, but like, get the get the actors paid. I'm a union man. Get the actors right. paid. And and the, and I'm just they they're trying to get direct access to their customers but that keeps getting shut down also that's that was my point right yeah <clears throat> um well that was a fun conversation um one more funny thing actually yeah. and the reason that i know anything about only fans is through memes from reddit which i then like follow to like real articles right yeah. We should work we should definitely work on this shtick for our podcast because like you're coming from the Reddit cesspool and I'm coming from the Twitter cesspool. And right. like they're both cesspools, but very different cesspools, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Well, Twitter's a real hive mind sort of thing. Right. And Twitter was like Twitter has always been anti-only fans because it's oh, like I didn't know that. Yeah, well, Twitter is, like, essentially, uh, it's, like, the personality of Twitter is, like, a kind of ugly loner who doesn't have any friends in real life, right? Like, that's the, that's the persona of Twitter, I mean, of, of Reddit as a, sorry, Reddit. Reddit, Reddit, Reddit. Because yeah. I was as like, a, as a social media, I'm not player. ugly. I'm not. I don't have any friends in real life, but I'm right. not an ugly lonely. Right. So the the personality of Reddit is right. like, yeah. I am. Yeah. I am a person who only has friends on the internet because I'm a loner and I have no personal skills. Blah blah blah. Right. And so I hate things like Instagram right. and. Only fans, right. which are like which about ble- which bleed people. into the misogyny, like right, like that. That's right. Like, that well, no, and then the and then the thing is, is that like 
also Reddit is primarily like porno subreddits, right? right. So the funny thing is, is that like Reddit got really excited about OnlyFans getting kicked off of the App Store. And then it was like, is Reddit going to get kicked off of the App Store? Because like, <laughs> there's, there, because there's like, like somebody started post- posting this thing where there's like so much more pornographic content <laughs> on Reddit than there ever was on OnlyFans, you know? <laughs> Oh, and that makes sense, though. Yeah. But OnlyFans was, you know, whatever, like, the, um, the, let's say there's a porn star named Sexy Sadie. She sets up her own OnlyFans. She's getting paid. You're sending her your money. There's no middle Right. Right? That's, that, like, that's what OnlyFans is good for. And I think Reddit the misogynistic aspect was that like women should not get paid for their own sex work. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think definitely that's the undertone for sure. I like what you're saying about the, the stereotypical Reddit user. So like the stereotypical Twitter usual user is like the hive mind, right? Like, getting like overreacted about everything yeah triggered triggered yeah triggered. yeah definitely yeah yeah no, i'm that guy yes <laughs> yeah the, the 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 twitter personality is just like triggered by literally everything right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Instagram is you're always taking selfies or food. It's all food. It's like an aspirational thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It's like Just, nobody's life is as good as their life on on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Right. They move all their like shit to the side. Right. All all the filters and like you can make everything look better than it is. Yeah. Facebook is just like your aunt posting like coronavirus theories now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've got a Snapchat. I don't understand what the point of Snapchat is. I don't know if you have a Snapchat. I don't get it. Yeah, Snapchat is like it's like not Instagram. But what's the fucking point? It's like anything, it's like anything you want to text that you don't care to be permanent. I feel like Snapchat is like oh, a lesson for communication thing yeah okay you know like people will like send me snaps and i'm like what is this i don't get this it's a text message tiktok is what i don't get but i don't have a tiktok i have a tiktok well i don't have i've got the app i I probably have i haven't post i've never made a tiktok but it's fun to watch and like some of it like some people are getting really serious on tiktok I had a friend who was like, I've learned more about like autism by getting involved with like the autism rights movement on TikTok. And you, right. just, you just watch like 60 second videos about like the rights of people with autism and shit like that. Yeah, the problem about learning anything on social media right. is that there's no Right. You can say anything on TikTok. You're doing your own research. Yeah. 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 I can like I can go on TikTok and be like, 
you know, they're castrating autistic kids in New York City. And right. then like, and then will get 500,000 likes for <laughs> some fucking reason. Right. And yeah. they'll believe it. Yeah. They'll believe it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's like, social media. That's people. <laughs> people. Right. No, but that's social media. Yeah. Like it's people, you know, it's like, oh, I learned so much from watching 60 second TikTok videos. It's like right. you can learn shit watching six, 60 second TikTok videos. You can learn a single thing. Yeah. Like you just like chose to believe some people. You yeah. know what I mean? Correct. Yeah, totally. That's not that's not what learning is. Right. Well, that's a good point. All right, um, I had a QAnon update, but I don't know if you want to go into it. My, my only Q, we talked, what, two weeks ago about that guy who killed his kids in... Uh, yeah, three uh, weeks ago, I think. Three weeks ago, I had an update about that, just that he was really into, like, this very specific kind of evangelical Christianity that uh-huh. like, mixes, and we talked a little bit about this, that mixes the new age hippieism, right? Like, like fundamental Christianity. That's which just, Novak Djokovic is probably into, yeah, according to my cab driver the right, other day. Right, well, because it mixes new age like spirituality with traditional family structure, which means anti LGBTQ plus, right? Anti gay, anti trans pro-life, anti-feminist, like feminism is a threat to the family structure. So it combines, but also like homeopathy and getting in touch with nature. So it's a weird blend of these two disparate ideologies that I think is becoming more and more prevalent. Right. I just don't get the... I just don't get the kind of mentality that was like, it used to be so much better than it is now. Like, (laughs) clearly it's like, you know, shit's bad now, but it was like equally bad, if not worse before. Well, and the other thing that I keep thinking about is they are all Christians. And I know like, hashtag not all Christians. Not all Christians are QAnon people. But there is something about, no, no, no. The devil is very literally real. And right. influencing my life and the life of everyone around me. And having that belief, God is very real and involved with my life on a regular basis. And the devil is very real. And right. my life on the well, and society is moving further and further away from religion in general. Uh-huh. But Christianity specifically in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fucking fantastic, if you right. ask me. Right. I've never been a religious person, but I could understand being Episcopalian, being a Christian. <clears throat> I think then like there's a huge and like really good argument for religion throughout history. And that is like, somebody needs to tell you that it's like not okay to kill people. You know what I mean? (laughs) But like (laughs) where we're at in like the evolution of society right now is like, we don't need that like scary 
God in the sky to be like, oh, don't kill your neighbor. Like, you know, like don't rape your children. You know what I mean? Like, that's not. I agree with you, but it doesn't work now because it's not. Non-religious people do not commit violent crimes at a higher rate than religious people. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Right. Is like this is like this is the the like religious, like the people are like crying about the fall of society because people are losing religion. But it's like that's religion is just becoming less essential to like be a good person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would I would mostly agree with that. I would say religion is becoming less essential to hold society together. Yeah, totally. I've never thought that there's a correlation between being religious and being a good person because I know Christians and Muslims who are the kindest, like most charitable, ethical people I've ever met. And I know Christians and Muslims are stuck ass. Right. And non religious people. <laughs> and non religious people. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, exactly. But that's the thing is like, you know, if you go to any sort of religion, like their teachings generally are you know we like help your neighbors and like be kind to people and don't kill people and respect people right but the thing is is like the flip side of that is there's like a radicalization is like if you're not my kind of kind then you have to kill those people and like that's the that's the side of religion that's like coming out more and more now as more and more people leave religion i think Yeah, you would think that don't harpoon your two own children would be a principle of Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's not going to heaven. That guy's not going to heaven, no. (laughs) Ah, fuck. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, What did we forget to talk about? Talked about Jeopardy. Uh, Cyclones. Oh, I had a baseball thing I wanted to say that I thought was going to be good for this episode. And then I completely spaced out about it. We didn't talk about the bat dog with Thomas during the A block. Um, But the horse race is heating up, Sam. Like, we really need to... I'm excited about this month. Obviously, White Sox are doing well. Um, I think that, you know, they're going to make the playoffs, right? Um, this bullshit about the Yankees winning streak, I thought, was overblown. The Yankees uh, are not that good, but they, but they did do a good thing by adding Joey Gallo and Anthony Lee. Like, they got better with those two guys, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Specifically, Joey Gallo, who's having, like, a career year. But that... <laughs> I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Who's the other wild card team? You got the Red Sox. Oakland and Red Sox. Oakland and Red Sox. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can definitely see that. And last question, and then, and then we should sign off. What has happened to the Padres? They are the other team that's kind of fallen apart in the last they- half of the season. I don't think they have fallen apart. They've been in third place for the entire season. But they've fallen like, off the pace. Like it used to be a three-team race, and now it's, it's not. 
They were way behind the. Track. It was like a two-team race for second place. Okay. But the but the Padres were always in third place. Like they're just they're just a third place team in that division. That's all. Mm. I feel bad for like I'm not I'm not specifically attached to the San Diego Padres, obviously, but I feel bad for them because on the off season, maybe I'm totally fucking wrong about this, but we were like, way to go Padres. They're the ones making moves. They're the right. ones like going out getting guys and being like No, oh, and I think that they I think that they have and I think that you know they're gonna be I think they're just still rebuilding, you know? Yeah. No, they're not there yet. They're not. I think they're not there yet. I think that they made a lot of win now moves last season that didn't pan out. But I think that, you know, they're still, you know, still it's a next season sort of team. Like, you know, I don't buy it when Thomas is like, oh, next year's the Mariners season. Like, I don't see the Mariners as a next season team. Like, I see the Padres as maybe a next season team, you know. They got Tatis. And you know, I'm not saying that the Mariners are not a next season team. It's right. just like, you know, they're relying an awful lot on their farm system. Well, and they also got fucking scammed by the Tampa Bay Rays in that Blake Snell deal. People need to learn to stop fucking making deals with the Tampa Bay Rays. Right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he's a Cy Young guy. He'll be good for us. Oh no, he's bad because he's not playing for Tampa Bay anymore. Fucking rules. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the B Block. We covered a lot. We got we got Jeopardy. We got college uh, high school football, pornography. We did a very good. I was at the pornography store. I was buying pornography. Um, nice and some baseball. All right. Uh, this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. If you like what you're listening to, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Hopefully, we have not gotten kicked off of Apple Podcasts by the time you listen to this podcast. If Reddit's still up there, we're still up there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can follow us on all your social media applications. Twitter, watch me get triggered by anything. Uh, Literally anything. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Sam, you should start posting. You were talking. Take take those screenshots of our text when we do good text. I know. I feel, I feel like we haven't had a great text exchange no. since that last one. And yeah. it was funny because I posted that one. Did you see it? I and, didn't uh, see it. No, I'll check it out. <laughs> we got one like. Yeah. It was from it was from Jesse. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who probably should have been included in that text chain from the beginning. So, Jesse, uh, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud and on Spotify. Dump on the up on all your social media apps. All right. Thanks very much. For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. So as we play out right now, I just want to tell you that I got a notification on my phone that said that the Padres Blake Snell has no hit defects through seven innings right now. I did not hear a word you just said. Uh.
right. I just got a notification on my phone that said Blake Snell has no hit the Padres through, or no hit the D-backs through seven innings. Nice. Yeah. <laughs>